Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Daf Shavua Maseches Yevamis Daf Ayin Test. Thank you, Rabbi Israeli, who covered for me when I was in Eretz Israel last week with Daf Ayin Ches. We always appreciate Yeshiurim. At the very end of Ayin Ches, continuing into the top of Ayin Tes, we uh, continue the David Shaul story, and the Gemara ends up with a uh, certain tension. The Rebbeinu Shalom was upset. For Shaul, of course, Shaul is judged uh, as tzaddik very carefully for the killing of the Givonim. The Gemara went through uh, discussing when that happened, as well as being upset for him not being properly mourned. You look into Rashi, and uh, some of you may remember back when we learned Masechus Moikatan, we discussed some of this, not all of this. Comes up on, uh, I think, Chafalaf and also definitely Chafzayin on the base and Moikatan, what you end up finding out in the Shulchan Aruch. By the time uh, David is having this discussion, if you look at Rashi, it's 30 years after the death of Shaul. So it's too late to make it up. And what you end up having in uh, Simon Shin Sadi Dalit in Hilchas Avelis is. You have the title, that you're not supposed to go overboard, if we could call it. And this is not just as far as the quantity, but as far, not as far as only the quality, but the quantity. You have to have the right balance when it comes to Hespedim. Then a number of different issues. First of all, from a Hashkafic side, we believe a person is in the Olama MS, but there's also the concern we saw in Moikatan that people are already comforted. So if you do it too long after the funeral, you're, you're causing tsar to another human being. It's a fascinating analysis of what's the reasoning behind this. At the same time, that's Sif Aleph. And the Sif Aleph, let me just read it. Rather than I translate that, three days to cry, seven for Hespid, 30 for Tisporas. And then we know, of course, with the parent is 12 months. In Sif Beis, it has qualifier. But never more than 12 months. Again, it doesn't mean you don't have a memorial. It doesn't mean you don't have on the Yom Hashanah a Zikaron. But as far as the formal Hespedim, we say, Incredibly, the Shach brings down L'Halacha, if a Chacham, you don't even learn about after 12 months, then ain't must be demo. So now today, maybe we don't uh, really give enough powerful haspedim that are generating such sar. And I want to point out something I mentioned once before, Taz, the Shulchan Aruch mentions that when you um, give a hesped for someone, you're not supposed to exaggerate too much. Now, what does that mean, you not exaggerate too much? What happens to Sheker? We're going to see this come up in the Gemara again, what comes up to Sheker? Even a little Sheker is Sheker. It's not like it's uh, sheer and Sheker, if I only lie a little bit. So the way, at least I understand the Taz explaining it, is in general, when people are living, we understate their greatness. Very often people understate their own greatness. So we try to compromise a little bit. But the person has to be careful at Hespedim to not exaggerate. You know, you want to make sure that the people who are there, who knew the person, 
doesn't make a joke out of it. If they're talking about someone who they would have liked that person to be, it's got to be as, as realistic as possible. At the same time, and this is, I'd say, contrast Sif Aleph with Sif Vav, in the Shulchan Aruch, I'm doing this halach l'maysa, kol mishenam asavel kamosh etzivu chachamim harez achzari. If you're going to be a big shot and say, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be misavel someone at all, and this is not just as far as Hasbedim, but also the halachas of Avelos, then you consider it to be cruel. You have to uh, generate not only the sense of mourning for the person, but the cruelty also, as explained in the Shulchan Aruch, is El Yifached V'yidog V'yifashesh B'masa V'yachsa B'tshuva. There's an aspect that's supposed to get the people, the listeners and the observers involved in tshuva, reflecting on something that is so heavy. Now, there's a whole big sugya, which we're not going to discuss right now, if someone makes a request not to have a hesped said for them. Generally, the answer is you're going to rec- you, you listen to the request. There could be certain exceptions. But Lemaisa, we're going to still put in mourning. A person says... I don't want there to be mourning for me. Uh, we're not going to be mochel the uh, mourning. Now, I wanted to just point out something else. We're, we're going to come back to something that I'm skipping, but since I mentioned something about uh, honesty, the Chashuk uh, Echemet here, Amasechus Yifam Asayintes Samad Aleph, says something, uh, he always says something fascinating. But in discussing Chil uh, Hashem, that comes up on the daf as well. So he gives a, a case. I always like to give you, if it's a short Chashuge Chemet, and I had the chance to see it, a short case. And it's, it's worth it. You see how much we get in Mesechus Yuvamis. What really got me thinking about this is something uh, you may hear from me later on the week, those that listen to my boot camp share, because Yaakov Avinu seems to lie to Esav to understate his uh, materialistic achievements. When he says, I, had a sh- I have a shor, I have a chamor. What does that mean, he had a shor and a chamor? He had a lot of uh, donkeys and a lot of oxen. So Ramosha said, well, when you have a lot, you also have one. And it was a specific reason, which I'm not going to discuss now. Ramosha discusses it, of why he was understating his materialism. You know, if a person says that he has one car... Even if he has five cars, he's not technically lying. So there are going to be times that we're going to be careful, and maybe we could even manipulate the MS, but Ramosha wanted to say that was still considered to be MS. So Chashuke Chemed, right here on the daf. It's a, I could say this in many different shiurim, but it's just a great place to put it. And it gives you a chance to learn a little bit about the Israeli uh, bus system. You know, generally, I'm not an expert in the Israeli bus system, but the buses in Yerushalayim and in many cities are Eged buses. That's the name of the company. And then you have in uh, B'nai Brak and in Tel Aviv, it's the Don bus. I think there's some Eged buses that go into Tel Aviv and Don buses that come into Yerushalayim when they're transferring people. So that's obvious. So the She'ela, the question was, somebody was on a Don bus and then they switched to an Eged bus. And apparently there's free transfers, okay? If you could show that you were, the, the first side was a Don, now you could come back on an Eged or vice versa. So this question comes to the Chashuk Echemet. And the V'lo hiskim ha-nahag l'asei slo me'ever l'dan 
for some reason, he didn't give him the transfer. He didn't want to accept the transfer. So the bus, the customer says, listen, I'm going to end up losing five shekel on this. My kid is six years old, but could I lie to the bus driver and say my kid is five years old? At the end, it's a wash. It's really a It's not the exact right halacha category, but I'm just using that as an example because he really paid for it. So he's trying to get away with his ticket by, by saying the kid is five and he's not uh, six years old. Hashuke Chemed brings this on this daf, which uh, discusses Chil Hashem, and he has a number of other examples of Chil Hashem that are very interesting. I just found the fact that he used this one as an example just to show you how serious what you would consider to be these minor issues. So he says, Tshuva Lomar, Tshuva, Lomar Sheker who is Hashem. Very important. When you're lying, it's an Isatora and it's a Chil Hashem. People think Chil Hashem is only to a non-Jew. It's not like it's an Arab bus driver. The real Chil Hashem is defined to the Jewish people. It's also Chil Hashem to non-Jewish people. And we know how the Ram defines Chil Hashem. People say, ah, this is what you, the Torah teaches, and ultimately the reason why it desecrates Hashem's name, because if from people are behaving a certain way, the assumption that people are going to make is this is the message from the Rebona Shalom. And then he says something very interesting, which I'm not clear exactly what he means by it. The end of the day, you should really investigate why the bus driver did not agree to it. I think what he's implying over here is even from the outset, the rules maybe were being uh, stretched a little bit. Maybe it's people do use the same uh, cartis from one company to the next, but it's not necessarily on the books. So I thought you would find uh, how Masechus Yivamas gets to a, a bus riding between Tel Aviv and Yerushalayim. Very interesting. For the last part of the year, I want to share with you a Rambam. This is such a fundamental Rambam. The few Rambams I wanted to share with you, but we're going to look at this Rambam in Hilchas Yisure Bi Aperik Yutes Yud Zion. This is a takeaway Rambam. Our Gemara establishes the uh, Midos that a Jew is supposed to have. We could tell a Jew being a Rachamim doesn't mean that a non-Jew is not a Rachamim. But I want to read this Rambam. I don't usually read an entire Rambam to you. Kol Mishbachos, the Rambam says, Becheskas Kesheros. Every family, we're going to assume, has accepted lineage. Umutar Lisa Mehen You can marry them Lechachila. So the Rambam is basically saying, there's no need to investigate. This is not agreed upon by everyone. When we know nothing of the lineage, there are those, the Ramah, quoted by the Torah, Evan Ezer Beis, who say we do question. The Rush, the Ran, say that even if we don't know everything about a family's lineage, we assume they're acceptable. Now, in our day, I have to just include this, a Masada Kedushin, if it comes to a wedding, is going to do some searching because we're dealing with such a high percentage of people that are not uh, Shomer Shabbos, and I'm using Shomer Shabbos just as an example. But what I really want to share with you 
is the following. Even though we establish lineage almost ipso facto, almost, yeah, the Rambam says, what happens if we see people who are not acting like Jews? And what's the definition? You see two families, they're constantly quarreling with each other. Or one family that's always involved with strife and controversy. So it's very important, Rambam. You have to make the diakon Rambam. The first part, he's saying, okay, there's two families. The, we'll call them the Rosenbergs and the Rosenbaums. Okay, maybe they have something between them. That's still considered to be a questionable about their lineage. This is not just like an expression that Jews are supposed to be Rachmanim and forgiving, etc. But then if you have one family that's always involved or consistently involved, then he says, or Isa Ish, Shehu Marbe Mariva Imakol it's not just a family issue, but you see a person who's frequently arguing with people and is very insolent. We suspect the lineage. It's amazing. And then he says the next thing. A person who constantly slurs the lineage of others. He takes innocent people, or people think are innocent, and he starts saying them consistently. Then what happens? We're suspicious that the mum that he's accusing other people of is actually his own mum. The Rambam goes on to say, This is straight out la from our daf. It reminds me of a shayla that maybe I mentioned before when we were learning Maseches Rosh Hashanah of someone who came to, I believe it was uh, Reb Chaim Kenievsky or maybe to Reb Zilberstein. I couldn't find the source, I apologize. And it was a Baal Tokea who an uh, individual said, he's nothing this Baal Tokea, he's got so many problems. I have such better yichus, I'm a better Baal Tokea, I'm a bigger Tamil Chacham. And there are problems with the, stand, with the current Baal Tokea. And I believe it was Rabbi Yashif who said, listen, we should check out if this Baal Tokea, who is the current one, is fine, make sure he has a Cheskus Kashras. But the 100% person who cannot be the Baal Tokea is the one who's accusing him. Because he gave the explanation, in kategor, you're not going to turn the prosecutor into the defendant. This is actually going even a little bit further, where the yichus of a person is called into question if the individual is constantly checking other people's yichus. Again, not as part of a job of a bezdin, but self-appointed, uh, holier-than-thou individual. Okay, that's it for this week. Continue to have a great week of learning.